Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chris and Andre Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Chris and Andre Show. As always, we are your loyal hosts. My name is Christopher Smith, a.k.a. The Peacemaker. I, I, I can't follow that. I'm Andre. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> we are super glad you joined us for yet another episode of our uh, humble little show here. So we've gotten some feedback on a lot of our different episodes. You know, like I was looking through it the other day and I'm like, man, we got some episodes with some good views on there. And some with a lot of comments. Um, one of the comments we received, we actually talked about on a recent episode and uh, decided that we were going to do like a full blown like recap kind of, or I guess response to it. So uh, on our Who Sucks More, James Gunn versus Zack Snyder uh, video where we argued who sucked more. And I think. I don't even remember. I'd have to go back and watch the video to see who it is that we determined. I think we might have disagreed on that one. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense because Andre, at that point at least, disliked everything about James Gunn. Uh, I'm not even sure that he's willing to, like, you know, give that up yet, but we'll see. Maybe. (laughs) It's it's a teaser. It's a little teaser. (laughs) Give you a little taste. Maybe you'll stick around for the rest of the episode. Yeah, what Um, happens? Yeah, what happens when people stop caring about feelings and start being real? I can't even remember what the stupid tagline for the real world is. That's how old I am. Um, But yeah, so one of the comments that we got was from John Vincent Eugenio. And he basically said, I don't really understand why the guy in the middle don't appreciate Guardians of the Galaxy duology enough. And I'm sending video essay links about it made by one of the best superhero video essay writers ever, High Top Films. Obviously, John Vincent Eugenio was excluding us from that list of best superhero video (laughs) essay writers ever. Um, And he posted links to a Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and his... High Top Films, uh, the Suicide Squad video essay. Um, to be fair, we are not really video essayists as much as we are pontificators, right? Yeah, we don't uh, do reviews. We're not, and there's a lot of great channels out there. If you're looking for like that's their day job, well, that's not us. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Not definitely not our day job. This is this is our little side project. Uh, for fun and definitely not for money. But if you want to send us money, my email is chris at chrisandandreshow.com. <laughs> Venmo me. Uh, he did close out, John Vincent Eugenio closed out his comment with, thank me later if you understand James Gunn's writing and movies. Um, in the video where we talked about this, I think it was a Synchrony Bank uh, follow-up. Yeah. We... You seem to take a little bit of a issue with that last comment there. We're like, oh, is that how it is? Is that what he said? Oh, well, I know what we're talking about next time. And sure enough, it was not next time, but we, here we are. Yeah. I, I'm a, I, I try to, you know, let my yes be yes and my no be no. So uh, I and how do I feel about comments? I think comments are intentional. Um. 
like feedback. So you can actually kind of judge like, oh, well, you know, we can course correct or whatever. I have a tendency to say what's on my mind. Like I, I have a bittersweet reaction to the, uh, my, my, my thoughts on Donald Trump Jr. Because like, <laughs> I don't think the short gate gave it what I said justice, but, um, so now I'm like in my head, like, yo, really, you're going to blame me. No, I'm because not blaming you. No, that's, I mean, I'm the one that made the short and you're like, I don't think the short did it justice. There was nothing else there. That was well, it. No, that was I'm, everything you said. I, I'm saying purely from a, like a, like just the context of it. So it's like, there's no lead into it. It's just like, I just want this rant. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, we did get some pushback because people were like, you know, complaining about like that's all and i'm like it's literally a 60 second clip from an hour yeah. and a half long episode like this yeah. is this is meant to kind of i try to cherry pick the little parts that i oh, think are going to get some attention that one and that got yeah. attention and I, I'll, <laughs> say, I'll say this uh i'm okay with the comments feedback doesn't hurt my feelings and even when you talked about it, i'm like yeah i don't really care <laughs> like, I, yeah. don't, I don't i don't have a dog in that race um but I do, when I saw that, uh, the, the comment, I was like, huh, am I really going to just be closed minded and not some, for, obviously, uh, John put a lot of thought into what he said. He did a little bit of legwork, so I didn't have to go. I don't like to do people's homework for them. And it just kind of made me feel like, oh, I should definitely do that. Um, yeah. and I will, I will take back and maybe you can find this part of the clip. Where I said I was going to come back and just rail that shit or whatever. I don't know. Okay. So Thank I'll, me I'll, later if you understand James Gunn's writing and movies. Oh, that's what he said? Well, I'm yep. we're, now we have next week's episode. And yeah. I can shit all over James Gunn with ammunition. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know I said something that was a little bit spicy and probably just because I, I you know, yeah, because I didn't. I also didn't think about the fact that I'm going to assume English is not his first language, and it reads aggressive. Or I heard it aggressively, or I read it aggressively, and and yeah. I still am the guy in the middle. But now I'm not because it's Andre. But thank you. Uh, all that, and I'm not trying to take shots. I watched the high top uh, essays, and I will say a couple things. Number one, I did subscribe to their channel because they are very good. Yeah. Uh, number one. Number two, I don't know if it's that I dislike James Gunn. I think those particular movies, the problem that I had was not, um, I didn't like the theme. And I think that I, as I was watching the movies, I almost watched them again this weekend just to make sure. But all the, the, the references that were made in the high top essay reminded me of why I didn't like the movie. Like and it, it the story. It wasn't the. I don't think it was the right story, and I don't. Uh, I can't think of the right story to tell to kind of introduce the Guardians with the Galaxy. I think that story and some of the changes, like ego, the planet. Well, let me back up. The theme I didn't like was the bad dad thing, okay. um, and. Personally, like there are times where I watch movies that there's a bad dad and it's a person, seriously, as a person, as a, a, 
a non-existent relationship with their like my biological dad like that's a just a way to describe him he's not my dad my stepdad raised me my stepdad is my dad i think i didn't like that and i could see the that theme and and just the and i just wasn't i tuned out of that and i'm you know i like to think i'm a good dad to my kids so i just didn't think that fit in my or that part of the human experience in a Marvel movie fit. Um, and I didn't really, I wasn't interested in that. Like I thought there was so many, there was probably so many stories, but then I had to say, well, that's, that's hypocritical because you also enjoy the fact that Marvel touches on a lot of like uh, issues and, and, and the characters mm -hmm. have to experience life as being a hero and, and being a person at the same time. I just don't want to talk about like daddy issues. Um, Which and, is fine. Yeah. And so I say, let's get all... into some daddy issues. Like, <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> Sorry. like, so fun fact, we went to uh, Niagara Falls a couple weeks ago and I was talking about, I, I don't know what happened, but I actually referred to my, I actually said biological dad. Right. And uh, one of my friends was like, well, why do you have to call him that? I'm like, because he's not my dad. <laughs> so, you know, and then the next time something came up and it was really, it, he was a, a, a component of that story. I call him the guy that got my mom pregnant. So and I actually said, is that better? I mean, yeah. cause I don't, I don't know. Um, like that's a, that's a thing. It's, I have, I don't have daddy issues. I just like the unfortunate part is I have baggage in that in that particular area of my life so when watching those movies i just probably it just amplifies the things i don't like about the movie like i don't like ego the planet first of all the story's way off it's not i mean he he wasn't that number one and number two it, it was just like a bad dad episode and i just thought that was i just didn't i wasn't i wasn't signing off on that um, and even the suicide squad and, and high top films did a very good job of probably magnifying the issues that I was having with the movie. And I'm like, yeah, that's totally it. That's why I don't like the movie. Um, I don't like the, for, let me separate it for suicide squad. Not a, it's not my bag so much. I do like, I do like a lot of the superhero genre movies. I watched it because it was, you know, it, it was that genre. The story in general was kind of, it fit the comics, the theme. I wasn't into it. And everybody with their, you know, broken relationships, it just kind of like maybe subconsciously brought up things I just, you know, I've dealt with and I just, I don't yeah. want to, you know, amplify. You Guys, don't want that stuff in your pop culture because you feel like, You've dealt with that in real life, so being reminded of it in, in something that is essentially an escape or something that you're looking to kind of more purely enjoy right. is not is not really what you're looking for, which I which I understand. I mean, like, I think, um, I I mean, I have stuff like that too, where you sit down and you start watching something that's like about a messy divorce. Right. 
Right. Not necessarily something that I'm going to be super into. (laughs) I'm somebody that is much more like, just give me some fun enjoyment. You know, like occasionally, yeah, I can get into a more serious film. Um, But as I've gotten a little older and my free time has become less free, (laughs) (laughs) it's been more like, nah, I'm just like, I'm looking for a diversion more than anything. And so I think like, and that's where with Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, like, I think I enjoyed them in part because they were so grandiose, like so operatic in scale and that there was like still that human relatable element to it, mm-hmm. but they weren't you know, like the stuff that those characters were going through weren't necessarily stuff that I had to go through in my own life. And so there wasn't, I didn't have that direct personal attachment, but you know, it was like, Oh, I could see where, you know, something like that would be, you know, might cause this character to do X, Y, Z. Right. Um, I thought one of the interesting things that high top films mentioned I think it was in the first Guardians of the Galaxy video essay. And we'll link to all three of them here um, so you guys can go check them out. But was talking about how James Gunn incorporates like himself into a lot of his characters. And I wonder if that played a role in like the storyline behind Ego and, you know, like maybe James Gunn's father, biological dad was a planet. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's possible. I, I think you're probably, and that's actually a good point because when they mentioned that, um, it, on a, as I've said before, I don't necessarily like go around going, oh, I hate that person, except for a few people Kanye, Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., <laughs> all of his spawn. Um, there's a select circle of people I, like I really genuinely just hate. Like, I, I, I'm annoyed by their existence. Um, Kanye, I, I think I hate his behaviors, not his, well, actually that's not true. I, I think he's there. Um, so I believe that James Gunn, if he's able to present those stories in a way, there's that connection as a director. Hey, kudos. Um, I just didn't like the connection that he was trying to, I didn't like how he's, what dots he was connecting and you're right. And I, I think, you know, if that's how he deals with that, that's great. Um, the reaction that I get as a person that, uh, I wouldn't say compartmentalize a person that finds bad fathers, terrible, um, and I, I just can't co-sign what they do. Yeah. I, I guess that that's probably my visceral reaction to that. To that. So, yeah. um, but it's, it's dope and it's a skill that he can actually, um, well, I don't know if that he can actually get that reaction out of people. Right. Yeah. Um, I, think I mean, that, I think it does underscore his ability to tell those stories. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, if, if somebody who's dealt with that in their life watches the movies and is, you know, kind of like turned off on them because of that, because it feels almost like too, you know, similar, um, like brings up too many, you know, like things in your history and stuff like that, then yeah, like I think that that is a, a talent and something that like a lot of directors kind of aim for. 
you know. Uh, I, I remember there were a couple times uh, when and, and High Top actually, uh, I don't know how they did that, but they brought up the um, the maturity of Quill, right? Yeah. But there was a couple times in the movie where I thought he was weak, like when he was arguing um, with, uh, gosh, I can't think of his name. Uh, whistle guy. <laughs> gosh. Oh, uh, Yondu. Yondu. Um, I actually would be like, why are you being so weak? Right. And then I remember watching the movie and I didn't say it out loud, obviously, but I was thinking that's a, I saw that father son like thing dynamic. Yeah. And I just kept saying you're being weak. Like you can forgive somebody, but you can't, continue to bash them over the head with their, you know, with what happened. Uh, and I, I think that led to the scene where Yandi was like, well, when I found you, you were blah, 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 blah. And, and, and just berating him. And yeah. like, my reaction was you're being weak. Um, the rack, you know, rocket raccoon uh, conversation they were having as they're looking out at the funeral. And, and I, it, it was just like emotionally for me, it was, it connected, but not in the way that I think, or maybe my experience is different than John Gunn or James Gunn. Um, I just didn't enjoy it. So, uh, yeah. When I look back on Guardians of the Galaxy, I feel like the issue I have more with it than anything else is Chris Pratt. Like, yeah, okay. Tell me more. I all right. So I used to be a big Chris Pratt fan back from like his Parks and Rec days, and was super excited when he got cast in the role. And I think I even like, you know, said something on Facebook or something at the time when I went to watch it. Like, oh, this is just like such a fun movie. Just Chris Pratt doing Chris Pratt things. Um, I think part of it is also Infinity War, where he just screws the pooch on oh. everything. Yeah, I didn't like that. Uh, which obviously is not Chris Pratt. That's the character of Star-Lord. But it's really made me dislike Star-Lord and <laughs> all of that. Because um, it's like, you selfish dumbass. Like, all you had to do was wait five seconds for them to get the stupid glove off. And nobody had to die. Instead, right. everybody had to go through five years of the blip. Um, but I think I've just like... The more I've watched those films, the more I don't enjoy, like, him as an actor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be, like, mean about this. I'm not like, he sucks. But it's just like, I'm, I struggle to connect with him, right. I guess, as part of it. Um, and I start to, like, nitpick more little things kind of as I've rewatched them. Like his stuff with Gamora and just, I don't know, you know? And that's why, like, with uh, Love and Thunder, I was so glad that it wasn't like, oh, this is a combo flick with the Guardians of the Galaxy. It was like, they're there for five seconds for comic relief and then gone. Because I, I did not want to watch that well, That's otherwise. fair. And I, I could, yeah, I could see that going sideways. But I would say that there is some redeeming, uh, so he botched it in Infinity War. He was on a redemption story part two with Gamora. So I would say, yeah, that in like Endgame. And yeah, I think he was. 
I, I think he botched it, but I think he was trying to redeem himself, right? And I kind of, and this is me just kind yeah. of like, you know, fan fiction or whatever. I think with his send off with Thor and Love and Thunder, I think he was trying to get his bearings, right? I, you know, I can just see him. The the one thing I really enjoyed, and um, and this is another thing that just kind of like the his mom, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think his mom is his secret anchor throughout the movies, and whatever happened at the end of Gal, you know, Guardians two through Endgame to where he probably is like on this this path to get his bearings back. He's starting to you know see the world without that loss. Now, the reason I say that my mom is still alive and well, but I can honestly say that the older she's gotten, especially in the last, you know, seven years, five, seven years, I don't want my mom to die. Yeah. Right. Um, So I can imagine what that, you know, feels like for a kid to lose their parents so young and just the, uh, the damage, not, or the grief that just goes throughout adulthood, trying to figure things out. Um, so I don't necessarily see him the way you see him, but I do think that I just, I still, I still don't like those movies (laughs) 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 because I just, I just, I just don't want to watch the train wreck again, right? I've already experienced yeah. that, and I, I just don't want to revisit it. Um, and even in in full disclosure, I and I'm gonna like I haven't talked to my biological dad in over 12 years because things just continuously went south. Um, so I, I don't like the movies because of the, of the theme. I mm-hmm. do enjoy or I can respect and appreciate now just looking back and looking at it through somebody else's eyes. Unfortunately, it validates what I think, but I can appreciate what he was able to do. Uh, yeah. Now the suicide squad, the story and the theme did, it just didn't make sense with like eight different characters. It, it was just too much for me. Like I'm like, how many characters would it make sense? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, it was always bad dad, bad dad, you know, every single, and then you carry that over to Peacemaker, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. But like the Suicide Squad, I didn't think they all had bad dads. One had a bad mom. Polka yeah. Dot, one had polka a bad polka, polka, polka dot man had a bad mom, but like the rat. Uh, catcher. Her dad wasn't bad. I mean, like, yeah, he was Taika Waititi, so I can understand why you probably didn't like him, but... (laughs) 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 No, I mean, like, he was a good dad to her until he... You know what's worse? What makes that comedy even worse? Like, later on, James Gunn says he wasn't ready for the movie uh, Thor Love and Thunder. (laughs) Yeah. But he cast him in the Suicide Squad. (laughs) He's like, here, let me distract him with something. This will this will keep him from doing well on this project five years from now. Yeah, and he, um, he literally he's talked about multiple projects. I'm like, dude, you literally had him in your movie. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like a Harley Quinn didn't have a bad dad; she had a bad daddy. <laughs> uh, but it goes to the the. We don't know about Nanawe because all he 
So are we <laughs> so are we really going to go out on a limb to say that bad relationships make or break a hero that turn them into a villain or a hero? I I, I think that's a stretch. And because most of them were motivated by some type of failed relationship. Yeah, but this is also like the suicide squad. Like these it. people are meant to be like but damaged King, good. King Shark, right? like he wasn't all I mean I I don't know. I just I think personally I struggle with that. I think there is sometimes where like being a hero or a villain shouldn't have to be um so tied to a a loss uh, uh, or a, a failed relationship. I think that's just weird. Okay, and I think that's fair because I do think that it's kind of like classic superhero trope, right? right? Like we've seen it so many times. Is there not something that we can come up with that's a little more original, right? right. A little more unique. Um, so I think that's fair. I think – what was I going to say? Um, there was something else similar to that. I completely lost Deadpool? it. No. Um, although, I mean, good call that I might want to talk about Deadpool. Um, <laughs> crap. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, strong female characters in TV shows and stuff like that, right? That, like, when they become these like empowered women it's usually after either like a rape or an attempted rape or like some sort of assault like you know it's always basically kind of the same trope again right it's like right. The, we we can't figure out how to make strong characters women unless this horrible thing has happened to them that they can't be strong on their own or just naturally. And I think that they do that a lot in superhero films too, where it's like, oh, we have to have this motivation for why they do this. And it has to be something really gripping. And, you know, well, what can we do? Well, maybe they had a bad childhood. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I think, <laughs> sure. That's something that a lot of people can probably relate to. Uh, whether or not you actually, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, like not all of us became superheroes. In fact, <laughs> none of us <laughs> did. Uh, some of us still become villains, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> Elon Musk. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do think it's very tropey. Like I'll, I will absolutely give you that. And I think, especially in a film where you have that many characters and you do see so much, so much similarities. I mean, like, um, Oh, what's his name? Uh, Deathstroke? No. Death, uh, uh, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Deathstrike? <laughs> yeah, this guy. <laughs> Idris Elba. Um, you know, like, he, his dad basically, like, programmed him to be an assassin from, you know, super young. And then he's basically a terrible dad because you see... Bloodsport, thank you. Um, because you see the relationship with him and his daughter when she ends up, you know, coming to see him in jail and they're like screaming at each other through, you know, the safety glass. Um, and so I do think like it is a bit of that like perpetuating, right, the cycle and stuff like that, which is not necessarily it, it isn't guaranteed, right? I mean, right. like, I think you're not not to be like, oh, Andre's the best dad ever. Um but I mean, you seem, at least from what I've witnessed I, I and experienced, like 
Yeah. Uh, best I have is world's best boss. <laughs> and an apron. So when I'm on the grill, so I am the best dad. So yeah. Okay. So Andre is the best dad. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like obviously it's, it's, it is possible, right. To, to not, perpetuate that um but again it's a kind of a classic movie trope where bad dads and i mean maybe it has something to do with directors and writers right where like just for whatever reason <laughs> they've all had <laughs> shitty parents growing up you're getting an and, english major yeah well i mean that's <laughs> studying film what do you just want to sit around and watch movies all day <laughs> like yeah my movies dad you ever watched them? You know how good I am. Um, yeah, I took a film class in college. It was great. How about we you? did sit around? We we sat around and watched movies all day. All right. It did. It did though. Uh, I feel like gave me an ability to appreciate different stuff in films. So appreciate like settings and um, just the the overall like artistry of some film. Not all films are done to be artistically, you know, brilliant. Right. Uh, I think, I mean, a lot of them would like that to be the case, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was, it was a long class cause we'd have to sit there and watch like half of a movie. I think it was like an hour and a half, two hours long. But you did but, not become a villain because your dad and mom probably didn't agree with that, right? No, I mean, they didn't care that I took a film. I took a film class. It wasn't like, I was like, I'm switching my major from business management to film. Um, and even then they would have been like, okay, whatever. Like, I mean, but I grew up with what I would deem to be great parents. Like, right. I think they, you know, I mean, they, they, they made great. me, didn't they? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I yeah. would say they are great parents. In, in spite of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I had very supportive parents. Um, I still do. Like, both they're my parents are, they're still here they're still supportive uh they're not here they're actually in portugal at the moment but uh visiting my sister who they also were very supportive of despite all of her massive shortcomings whoa, whoa um, shots fired yeah well that's what my sister and i do we make fun of each other even though we love each other very much if you're listening katie it's good to see you um <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. If you're listening, it's good to see you, even yeah. though I can't see you. And if you're listening, you can't see me either. So I winked. Wink. Um, so, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. Watching so much. <laughs> I was just like, this has gone off the rails. Watching so much of the, like, cinema sins, everything wrong with, I think, has certainly made me very aware of, like, classic movie tropes. Right. And so that's one of them for sure. Like bad parents, bad, you know, childhood, bad dad. Um, and so, yeah, like in some ways, I think it, it certainly comes off as lazy in some cases, but it can also be authentic, right? Like just because it's a classic movie trope. I mean, it is also a classic movie trope for a reason, right? Because like it works. It works. Exactly. But it's, you have to tone it down or, or maybe depending on, on how you, um, what your association is, is with that trope. And that, it is, it is what it is. Like you don't want like divorce movies. I don't watch those either. Right. Been through one. It's not fun. Um, yeah. I don't watch prison movies. I don't watch war movies. And there's reasons for that. I, I don't find them interesting. There's some things that shouldn't be romanticized and, 
Uh, or I, if there's no if there's no historical context, and if it's not the complete story, I'm definitely not watching it. Like I've watched a lot of World War II documentaries and movies um, that are that actually have the whole story, right? Yeah, like Pearl Harbor. That was a great film. Great film. Just, I mean, perfect. Arguably the greatest film that's ever been made. Ben Affleck. Robbed for not winning just doing an Oscar for that film. I was doing it to try to inspire. Um, <laughs> sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, there, there's all types of. Yeah, you're crazy for that. So, I, I do want to say just to be ex- very, very, very explicit, John uh, Vincent uh, Eugenio, you're right. Those are probably they're in the top tier of video essays, especially on the superhero genre. Um, I will give James Gunn the credit for his ability, and but but to be fair, I think he could have picked better stories for the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, he but what he did was what he produced was. It was good. It was, I would even say brilliant in, in its own way. All right. So question for you on that, right? Um, for the first Guardians movie, obviously there was the stuff with the Infinity Stone and Gamora and Thanos all had to be introduced or at least like Marvel seemed like they had a heavy hand in saying like, these are things that right. have to be in this movie. Um, this is how we're going to kind of move this stuff forward. And so... Do you feel like there were other stories outside of like that could have been incorporated into that? Did he change a whole bunch of stuff from because I've never read any of the Guardians uh, Uh, um, comics. So I guess the best way to answer your question is the reason why I keep saying the second one made the first one worse. Yeah, is. I I would have stripped the Yandu Yandu, like relationship. Yandu. Yandu, Yandu, whatever, Yandu. Whatever, sure. Um, you put some respect on his name. He's dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I would have probably. I would have made that. I would have gave hints in the first one and probably fleshed it out in the second one. And it probably would have gave, in my opinion, would have gave them a better like uh, story. Um, okay. I think it was just too heavy in the first one, and you didn't really know where the story was going. Uh, the Yandu stuff specifically, or yeah, because it was a it was okay. a big overarching theme. Um, yeah, because it was basically like his his replacement dad. Yeah, and you, and go ahead. Yeah, I would have. I probably would have just like fleshed it out in the second one because now you're bringing the ego thing, and I, I probably wouldn't have made. Uh, Do you think that ego was a reference to how how large James Gunn's ego had gotten at that point? I th- <laughs> I think the rewrite of a, of a celestial was garbage. Like yep. I think I think I really just didn't enjoy that at all. I think that was a miss. And then uh, how does that jive with the whole um, eternal stuff, right? Because those were also celestials, but they right. weren't. They weren't planets themselves. They were inside of planets. 
uh, yeah. So yeah, that, and that's a that's a complexity of it. It's like yeah, I I kind of get it, but I I don't, and I don't like it. Um, but I will still concede that Marvel's trying to grow their audience. So I have to. I, I still every time I watch a Marvel or any flick, I have to be like, they're trying to grow their audience. They're trying to get people engaged with their their content. Um, is Peter Quill's dad a celestial in not. the comics? No. Okay. So th there was a lot of like, yeah, know. that seems like a, I mean, again, right. They hadn't made Eternals yet, but I mean, Marvel had to have some sense of what, and that's where you, you can't nitpick too much. Right. It's like, okay. Yeah. And, but I just think that the, the, I just I didn't like the that theme. That theme was just like in every story with Rocket, with with uh, even uh, Groot. Uh, every theme was of some type of you know busted familial thing. Um, well, why do you say that about Groot? I mean, he was abandoned, and Rocket had to like you know save him, and it, it was just weird. I, I just didn't like it. I, I just I just didn't like any of it. <laughs> it's <was just> like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I can, I can see that. Um, I just wasn't, I wasn't enjoying that ride basically. Like there I was, mean, do you think Thanos was a bad dad? Honestly, no, I think his mission was wrong. I, I don't think he was a bad dad though. <laughs> I guess it depends on which daughter we're talking about too. Cause he was a total yeah, to dick to Nebula. Yeah. To Gamora, I think, uh, he was awful. I mean, so he was great, but to, uh, Nebula, he was awful. Right. Yeah. Um, maybe I just don't like people, you know, but I, now see, now you got me on this whole celestial thing. Sorry. I got to double back on this because when they went to nowhere, that was the head of a celestial, right? Yeah. So then like, how can ego be a celestial? The head was the size of a planet and his planet wasn't that big. I don't know. Now I'm finding more issues with this. We're going to flip-flop here, and you're going to be like, James Gunn, you get respect. I'll be like, James Gunn, you suck. <laughs> I like Zack Snyder better. No, I would never say that. Sorry. That's... Like, I'm not saying Zack Snyder's never done anything good, because I did really like the his cut of the Justice League. Mm -hmm. um, but, man, Army of Darkness and Army of Thieves, his two Netflix projects that he's released so far, were so bad. He's were so so bad he's got this new joint that's coming out uh it's kind of like a let me look it up real quick so we can rebel moon like just the screenshots and it looks dope like i think i'm gonna sign up for that okay i think he's probably more of a sci-fi guy if i'm being honest like i can't think of uh yeah i think he's a sci-fi guy I mean, I guess zombies don't technically fall under sci-fi, but aren't they kind of sci-fi? Uh, I, I don't like, know. I guess it, it's like borderline sci-fi horror. Yeah, I think it's more, um, to me, I think of zombies as horror. I don't think of, of them as sci-fi. Yeah. Um, but leave, leave us a comment below and let us know what you think. Are zombies sci-fi or are they like horror? I mean... 
We'll do a whole ep. No, we won't. No, we won't. Because I, I'll, I will tune out. I'll be like, I'm good. It's <laughs> too much. It's too much tuna. Oh, hello. <laughs> so, yeah, you can never have too much tuna. Yes, you can. Um, Especially if you're vegan. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I just don't. Huh. I think that rebel. rebel <laughs> me- I love it when you do that. When you like start a sentence and then you start being like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> I don't know why it tickles my fancy so much, but it does. <laughs> So leave us a comment down below if you like it when Andre starts a sentence and then goes, huh. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for watching this episode. In case you ignored my previous instructions, make sure to subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell. Oh, and don't forget to tickle that little like button. And if you have something to say, you can drop it in the comment down below. We'll see you on the next one. 